If I had to describe this episode of the Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Judy Matthews, I would describe it as juicy. Juicy gossip is what I like to say. And I actually am going to hate this conversation today because I, I enjoy both of these people that we are going to talk about, but they are talking all of the crap about each other and us as journalists in the country music industry, it is impossible for us to not talk about this, but I'm, I'm doing it kind of with a broken heart, if I'm being honest. Well, here's also the thing. I really don't have a side here. You know, a lot of times I'll pick a side. Oh, I, I do. Well, I really don't. I Because I think that... They both have some valid things to say. Sure. Let's first just say that we're talking about Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Evans. They have been married for, or they were married for, what, like six, seven years, something six, like that? Yeah, I think six. And it sounds like they got married when at least she was very young. I don't know their age 23. difference. She was 23 when she got she married. Older, is he older than her? I feel oh, like he yeah. is. Oh, he, yeah. He's... Close to, but not quite a decade older than her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes a difference. And you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, we both got married when we were 30 plus. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was the time to do it. If I had gotten married to anyone in my 20s, particularly my young 20s, it never, ever would have worked. And I, I, we bring that up on the radio, and sometimes we'll get calls from people who will say, you don't know what you're talking about, because I married my so-and-so when I, we were 19, and we've been together 50 years. That is a beautiful story. I am so happy for you that and that happened. happens. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. However, for every success story, I'm telling you, there's 20 failures. My in-laws have just celebrated a couple weeks ago their 51st wedding anniversary. That's amazing, and mm-hmm. I'm thrilled for them. But... I do agree that it's a rarity, um, and I just can only speak for myself. I just know that if I had gotten married in my 20s, it would not have been a good thing. It would not have been a good choice for me. So let's go over Kelsey and Morgan's timeline. Yeah. Okay, they announced that they are splitting up. And then kind of out of the clear blue sky, it starts with um, Morgan Evans releasing a song called Over For You. And the basis of it is how long has it been over for you, where he claims to be blindsided by the ask of the divorce. Yeah, and and it's a very um, emotional song. It's a beautiful song. song. And it really broke my heart for him because I thought, obviously, hearing that song, I thought, Oh boy, he didn't want this. Like this is something she sprung on him again, blindsided, mm-hmm. you know, getting divorced and boy, this poor guy, he just he just she up and left him. Well, and and I got to thinking about it too and I and I think, you know, I've been on both sides of that kind of breakup where I certainly where I wanted it to end, but I knew that she didn't want it, but I've also been on the other end where I was blindsided by a breakup. And then I, you, you can't help, when you're broken up with and you don't think there's anything wrong, everybody can't help but wonder, well, well how long have you felt this way? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very normal thing to feel. So, but but I also get where Kelsey's good, because it seems to me like Kelsey is the one who, who definitely was like, look, this is over, and I'm just, my heart's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is such a tough call to make, but I encourage anybody who feels that way to get out of it. Because well, yeah, there's don't no point stay in it just yeah. to make the other person happy and you're suffering inside. I mean, I... Especially th- with no kids. No, and the thing is, he puts out that song, and again, my heart broke for him, but I wasn't I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't know? judging Kelsey. Like, I, if anything, I no. understood where I thought she was coming from at the time, which was... Look, it's I, my heart's just not there anymore. So, mm-hmm. it, and that's all- really what I thought. I thought, you know, she's just she's gotten a little older, and her life has taken a different direction. And you know, for whatever reason, she's just she wants a divorce, and that's the way it's going to be. But I appreciated him pouring out his heart and soul into that song. Right. I thought it was a beautiful song. So, and then, and this is us speculating now. What we think happened is that Kelsey heard that. And is like, oh, this son of a gun. Oh, no, you didn't. So she puts out the six (laughs) songs and the YouTube video, like the 22-minute YouTube video. Um, Which, by the way, I have to say, 
the, if, if it's the first time you're listening to these songs, li- watch the, the movie short. Watch it yep. because all of the songs are in it and it really puts pictures to all of the words and I feel like it just enhances the songs. It makes the songs more understandable and let me tell you, Girl Does Not Hold Back. She gives her side of events throughout this movie short and some of the stuff she says, I mean, it's pretty in your face. Like, yeah. whoa. And then after that, now she's going on Podcasts, yeah. especially, and talking about it. And she went on the Call Her Daddy podcast. And if you're not familiar with the Call Her Daddy podcast, this is a top five podcast in the world. We're talking right up there with Rogan. I mean, millions upon millions of listeners heard her say this. I didn't want to have a wedding. I swore I would never get married. I think he loved me more at 23. And I love me more at 29. As he's putting out a song about being blindsided he's taking half the house that he didn't pay for how was i married to this person for this long and i had no idea that that bit of character was tucked within that human being so <laughs> i was fine with the first part of what she said I was where not. She, well where she thought that maybe he loved her more at 23 and then she loved more you know him more at 29 i I understand, I think, where she is in her mind on that. I think what really made me cringe was when she started talking about money. You know, here's the thing. You get married. It's a commitment on a lot of levels. And one of those things, you know, and there, there are laws, obviously. One of those things is, you know, you build this life together. It's different everywhere. But for the most part, the law says you split what you all acquired together in the marriage. Unless you prenupt it. Unless you prenupt, I'm guessing they did not. They did not. And so she did. And I mean, Kelsey, just real talk. I mean, she is the more successful of the two, I would sure. say. Although you said he's got wild popularity in Australia. He's, he's been ever since, by the time he came over to the States in 2017, probably right at the beginning of their marriage, he had already established a very successful career for himself in Australia. Yeah. He hasn't really taken off in America, and that's okay. And, and she has definitely more than he has. Yeah. But to start getting your dirty laundry out there about money and really that's dogging on him when in fact if, if that it, look it was their marriage whoever brought a little more into it I mean look I'm speak candidly here my husband is the breadwinner in our family but I contribute to sure. our family and it's we're in this together mm-hmm. we're a team you know what I mean like unfortunately if things didn't work out for us that's just the way it goes like we each have to you're gonna, you're gonna take your half split. because yeah, you are I mean, both entitled to it how it goes um a lot to unpack from here because I was really not a fan of anything she said in that entire 30-second clip um, as far as the house goes. I, she said at the beginning of the clip, I never wanted to get married. Now, I have a very black and white way of thinking. I'm not a very empathetic person as you are. For me, the fact that she started that with, I never wanted to get married then why didn't why you didn't, get a prenup? Right. And, and, and oh yeah, the first question is, then why did you get married? Why did you like, get I, married? I think, I'm not calling Kelsey stupid, but I think that decision was stupid. But again, look how young, 23 years old. Okay, but here's why I, I, I don't agree with that. Because I was in a very similar situation at that same age, at 23, I was with her, I was, I was, I was living with her. I was, I was living with a woman and, and she was a doll. She was a sweetheart and everybody loved her. But I just knew that I, I could feel that it was closer to the end. I, I, I could tell it was at the end, and it sounds like she knew that, too. I really don't want to get married. I really don't want to get married. 
then don't get married. And I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, but it's 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 life. That's not easy. And so I made that decision at 23, and I made the correct decision to step away before agreeing to a marriage that I never wanted. But one so thing that's I, why I don't feel empathy for her here. But one thing I know about you, you're a person who is very sure of themselves. You're very sure of the things you say, the things you do, the life you live. And I love that about you. You know exactly who you I, are. I wasn't sure about this one. Ugh. Well, but what I, I, I love that that was... You knew it was going to be an uncomfortable conversation, but you had it anyway because you knew, I don't know, you're just very sure of yourself like that. Whereas, I mean, first of all, I was very wishy-washy for a good chunk of my life, but I also know a lot of women who are like, well, all my friends are getting married. Yeah. I'm not saying this is a great reason to do it, but- But I understand the pressure there. Sure. I understand that. Without sharing um, too much of my mom's personal life, but the very first time she got married, um, it was just to get out. She needed to get out from under her father's control and out of that house. And so like basically the first guy that came along, she just, she went for it. You know what I mean? Everybody has- Oh, serious. Everybody has- Reasons, not saying they're right or wrong, and not saying they work out. You know, but why they get married? Um, it's a shame because all of this obviously could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. But with him being older, I don't know. Maybe she saw stability in that. I don't know what her upbringing was like. There had to be some reason that she said yes. I feel like it was just a pressure thing. Like, well, it's it's gone well or, or better than any of my other relationships have. So I guess this is the guy I now have to marry. Well, like, and it's and it's it's, it's yeah. not that way. And it's, going, it's not. But a lot of people fall into that. You're right. And. Going back to the house thing again, again, I'm, I'm looking at it from Morgan's point of view. I am. I'm looking at it for the man's point of view because I am the man. I, I, I am. I'm the man. No, I'm, I'm a man in this discussion. So, like, she's like, I, I can't believe that. Remember, Morgan's sitting there telling us all, I was blindsided by this. My heart is broken. She initiated the divorce, it sounds like, and now he wants to take half the house he didn't pay for. You bet your ass he's going to go take half the house. He has every right. He does. And, and if the script were flipped. You'd do the same thing. You would absolutely do the same. That is a terrible thing to well, say. And the very, and I, I love Kelsey. I can't remember the, her last words there. Can you play the very tail end of the clip? It's the very last thing she says that I, that I just thought, oh, girl. Like just stop talking. How was I married to this person for this long? And I had no idea that that bit of character was tucked within that human being. So she's making it sound like it's a character flaw that he is accepting half of their marital uh, estate or whatever. Like, what am I? What am I trying to say here? Yeah, she, that, that, he's she, take, that he's <laughs> taking the half that he's entitled to. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think that makes him. A bad person. I think that makes him just, this is the way it is. You asked for the divorce, and well, this is the way the law goes. So My, my wife always jokes to me. My, <laughs> I love my wife so much because we constantly, we joke about divorce probably way too much. Honestly, we do too. We're yeah. silly like that. But, yeah. but she's like, but my, Katie, every time she does something that makes me roll my eyes, she's like, She'll say, she'll say, uh, pardon my language, but she'll say, tough shit, it's too expensive to divorce me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love it's a healthy, funny way to react. It's a, yeah, it's it, that's, that's, that's us. But I feel like to call that a character flaw, that's, I, that's too far, Kelsey. Like, that's mean. I think that's mean. I don't, because I don't think that's true. And what's crazy is after all this, now Morgan has since responded in a social media post, and all oh, he yeah. wrote, all he wrote, and I love this for him. This is why, this is why I'm kind of on his side, and I, I don't, I don't want to be on anyone's side. But you have the exact. This quote, is so you exactly read it, yeah. what he said, word for word, and this is at Morgan Evans Music on his Instagram. It's really sad for me to see this person who I spent so much of my life with and loved with all my heart saying things that aren't reality and that leave out what really happened. She knows I'm not the type of guy to speak on those things publicly. If this is what she needs to heal, 
I hope it helps. All I ask is that if you're on my pages, please don't be mean. Don't be mean to Kelsey. Don't be mean to each other. Life is too short. And I... He says, Stand he, by that too. he even says, don't be mean to her, even though he would probably love it if people were mean to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I don't, don't be mean to her. Like, I feel like we're saying a lot of pro Morgan things here, but I want to clarify, I don't fault Kelsey. In fact, I think it was very courageous of her to realize that her life was not in a good place. She was not happy. She's young. She's beautiful. She's got a lot to look forward to in this life. And if that wasn't the right situation for her to call it quits, not mad about that. You know, it's... Um, it happens. So, and and I agree with you, and, and thank you for bringing that up because I have been in the last five minutes, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. No, me too. But to to, to start the conversation, to bring it back to how I talked about when I was twenty three years old, I had the courage to get out of that relationship that I knew just wasn't going to be the forever relationship. And even though she said yes then, she has the courage now to end it. Even though everyone's going to be like, oh no. And and you're, and you're right. That is a I, I I can commend her for that. But they Same. need to stop talking about each other. They do. And here's the thing too. You know that because of what they do for a living and they're they're creative people. I mean, they're artists and this is how they channel their emotions. I mean, look at Carly Pierce divorced with Michael Ray and then that's what all of her music is about. <laughs> but I get that. Taylor Swift, perfect example. I mean, her, her whole career has been based on her love life. I know she's happy now and that's why her music stinks. <laughs> but I feel like with um, I understand and appreciate them wanting to put out their feelings and emotions into the songs. But again, Kelsey, like she even brings up in one of the songs. The one on the and, podcast was a bad movie. Well, if you watch the video, the the um, movie short, there's a part in it where she brings up that money thing again. That money thing is eaten at her. She is pissed that she had to give him money because she actually there's a part in the movie short where the music stops, everything stops, and it gets dead silent, and she says, "I had to give you half" or something like that. But you 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 knew that you the second you were going to go that. for it. That yes. is the way it goes. Because the fact of the matter is, it could have been completely reversed. Morgan could have had more success in the years you were together, and then it would be you know you would have. Would you have accepted? Would that. you have honestly said, you know what, he's been a lot more successful, but I'm not going to take half. I'm just going to no. take what was mine, and I'm just going to be on my way. Of course not. And I, so I wouldn't have done that again. If she wants to share how she felt alone, you know, it sounds like he traveled quite a bit, and then she was just felt like she was in. The house by herself, and and mm-hmm. you know, just didn't have the love life that she wanted to have, and I totally get that. That yeah, happens. Sure, sure, sure. But leave the. I think I think talking about the money stuff. I think that's where it gets gross for me. I just think that's where it's tacky. Yeah, it is. But I wonder. I wonder what it was like in that house during the COVID years. Oh, good. Call. Because they always. Let's think about how one. They're both touring all the time anyway, and then on top of that. He's from Australia. He is from the complete other half of the world. So I'm sure there were times when maybe, hey, you know, Kelsey, you're touring. While you're touring, I'm going to go to Australia. And then all of a sudden, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. These people who really don't spend a whole lot of time together are in the same house all day, every day with nothing but each other. I wonder if that's where this started. I don't know, but don't you remember around that time? I even said something to you, not knowing any problems were going on in their marriage, that he posts a lot of things with her, a lot of pictures and stuff. And if you go to her, if you went to her page back then, you wouldn't have even known she was married. In fact, I didn't. You had to tell me she was married to this guy. Like I had no idea for a long time. She, even in the beginning, when I would assume things were the best, I never saw her post pictures of them together. And... Maybe this is a bit judgy, and I'm sorry, but a 22 year old a 22 year old woman 
with a and Morgan's a stud, good looking guy. Uh, yeah. And and like twenty two year old woman with a hot boyfriend slash husband never posts him on any social media, even Instagram. Like mm-hmm. boy, that's that that just seems fishy, just doesn't fishy. it? Especially just because they are public figures and they do put their lives out there for their fans and you know, just to not put that part of your life. It is a little sus. I would like them both to stop. I think the best thing here here's they're not asking for my advice, but here's advice from well, old Dr. Keller here. The fact that we're having an entire podcast on their relationship that nobody asked for. Here it is. But here's here's what they need to do, because I know what I'm talking about clearly. They need to stop talking about each other. And I think, and this breaks my heart to say it, I think I think Morgan should probably just go back to Australia. I, he's, he's got a successful career there. He can have it as long as he wants, because not many people succeed just doing Australian music, but he is dominated. Like he, He's on pop over there. Like They love him. Go home. Marry you an Aussie girl. Start your own life. Kelsey, you take this heartbreak, make you a nice album out of it, just a la Carly Pierce, a la Taylor Swift, because it's great content. It leads to some great music. And then find you know she's dating this Chase guy or whatever like he's very attractive. He's super yeah good for you girl get mm-hmm. it like you're dating this Chase guy. What are he's you from Outer Banks if for? anybody's not familiar. I think it's Chase Stokes is oh, his name. Yeah, very good looking. Anyway, but like yeah, like whatever. like just just go start that relationship whether that's just a rebound or whether that's somebody who you're meant to be with like mm-hmm. just go live that life and, and and later on down the line you'll appreciate what you had and even if it ended poorly you'll you just know, remember the good times and and you and you just stop stop talking about each other in the press golly so i i've talked a lot about my past relationships and just how they were toxic and yes. I, I don't even want to go into all the details because it's it's truly a podcast of its own like just just terrible relationships um you know with with people that like honestly the one I can honestly tell you is just a bad person. I can I can say that. You know, usually you can try, find a redeeming quality out of yeah, someone. Yeah, I can't. Sure. I really can't with this guy. He just he really just is just a, a, a bad soul. Bad seed. But um I don't I, I don't regret. I know that seems crazy to say because no, I spent doesn't. seven years with that one. That's the crazy part. It's not that you but don't regret, it's the seven years. It's and it is crazy because I think of that chunk of my life. I was young. I mean I could have just I could have been doing anything, but um, I, I I stayed in it for far too long because of my own insecurities, and there's just a number of reasons, but I don't regret it because the truth is I learned so much about myself and what I don't want to be. I also, that, that road, led, like, bless the broken road. I mean, mm-hmm. it led me to my husband. It absolutely wouldn't have, I wouldn't be with my husband. This guy from Missouri listening to me on a radio station in South Florida and emails me for a date emails you for a day seriously because we didn't have social media back then but just it's wild like my I, my whole story was laid out I believe God's plan all the way and so I don't regret any of it but um even though he was a terrible human being and I guess that's not a nice thing to say but he but really I don't think he's a very good person I, I really haven't spent a lot of time talking about him in general because to me that was yesterday mm-hmm. look dude I hope you don't die you know what I mean like I hope you go on to find happiness somewhere I does that make sense? I guess I wish well to all the people that were in my life. That's friends and stuff included. You know, anybody in your life that comes through and crosses your path. Like, I wish them well. Don't want you in my world. In, in my but I fam- wish you well. In my family, and I'm not going to specify, but there is somebody in my family who, after a long-term marriage, is going through a divorce with somebody else. And so that person who is technically right now a step-relative is about to become an ex-step-relative. When I tell you that this person who is about to be an ex-step-relative... Um, 
I think is a rotten soul of a human being, and I don't ever want them in my life again. But I'm right there with you. As weird as it is, I don't. There was a time where I wished ill will upon this person. Well, like, right, because you're mad. Right. I, but honestly, at this point, I just want this person to leave my family, everyone in my family and their life. It's like, and, and my thought is, I always think to myself, I wish you well. However, at this point, I would, I, I choose, I simply would just choose to never associate with you in any way, shape, totally. or form. Don't ever again. need you in my world. Don't need your don't toxic want, Don't traits. want your friends. Don't want your mm-hmm. social media. Don't want any, I, I don't want any contact with you at all. I don't want to see what you're up to. I right. don't care what you're up to. Right. No, yeah, you've yeah. I, I, I'm 100% with you. But yeah, I mean, life's a journey, and um, I really hope that these two can somehow find their way at least to a friendship of some sort, just because they are in the same industry and it's a small world. And I, I, I don't want them to find a, a way towards friendship. I want them to just like just 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 be apart, like just 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 move on with your lives. Well, and, then maybe that be apart, move on, and just maybe just stop talking, just stop talking about it. Yeah, or talk. Yeah. And, 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 and if you, you need a vent sesh. Privately with your friends. All that said, though, not even kidding. I love Kelsey Ballerini. I think this is some of the best music she has ever released. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Well, do you remember we talked to Carly Pierce last week and she had had a quote where she said, I wish I could go through a divorce every time I was writing an album because it, insp- it, it the, the content you get from it is so dang incredible. It's like yeah. for, for songwriters, it's like their version of the, uh, what is it, the divorce diet. Mm-hmm. You know, people go on the divorce diet and they get to looking good again because mm-hmm. they're on the market again. For like songwriters, this is their... Their, well, their, their songs are, are worked out. Because, if makes... Mike, think about it. Let's just pretend real quick that you and I live in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We're songwriters, mm-hmm. but we live the life that we're living, right? Yeah. Can you imagine the lack of content we would have oh for gosh. our songs? Another night in bed by eight. Heat and pad and a Sherpa. Shut the gate. No, no. It's, it's, hold on. I, I got the first couple okay, lines, right? Okay, it's, yeah. it's, another night in bed by eight. Don't want to stay up too late. There it is. Put the baby down to bed. Probably have to feed her at 10. <laughs> I mean, the songs that we would write, well, I mean, they'd be relatable. Mm. But I guess Another if, it bottle. Wa- if it wasn't for a... Uh... For this content, I, there's something there with a country song, like a bottle, but like you're thinking like a bottle of whiskey or oh, something like that, tra- but it's a traded baby a bottle. bottle of whiskey for a bottle, bottle of Enf- for the bottle. Enfamil. Oh, there's something there. Something there. Enfamil and Similac. <laughs> It's a long way from Jack. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there, I'm telling you. That's it. I mean, this whole thing about relationships and Kelsey and Morgan and um, we like again. I mean, they're, they're but we've met them both. They're both they're great people, and I, I wish them I wish them the best. Um, I I, I think to, uh, back to people I know in my life who have gone through divorce, and I know like you and I have very different parental stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I do I'm I'm very grateful. For my parents, who my parents divorced when I was two, and they, uh, it's 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 to my knowledge, it's always been civil. I think there was a brief period of time, like a couple of years after the divorce, because my mom had a job opportunity. She she had a job opportunity to move to Texas. Like I would never have, who knows how my life would have completely changed. But like I would have not been like I was born and raised in St. Louis, but there was a, a potential opportunity that I would have been born and raised in Dallas. And like my dad was like. I know how much money you have, and I know how much money I have, and it's about the same. And if you try that, we are both going to go dead broke because you're not taking my son to Texas. Yeah. And I was like, no, but ever, that's the only thing. But like, it is, they've always been civil. My favorite story to share, I think I've shared on the podcast before, and Jenny, I know you know the story, but my mom is such a character. And if you wonder where I get my looniness from, she, the fact that at my wedding five years ago, she made it a point to gather 
her two ex-husbands plus current husband so she could get a picture with her words, all of my husbands. What an what an insane thing to do. And all the husbands were like, yep, that's Barb. See, <laughs> I find that it's awesome to be amazing. It's awesome. I love that. And I could hear just knowing your mom and her personality, though, like she's so funny. I could just see, I could see her just being no. friendly with everybody. So that once she was she's ever... on her sixth glass of wine at the wedding, right? Yeah, she's wandering, and I'm backing up, but she's wandering around the reception hall, <laughs> going, "Husbands, oh no, husbands, where are my husbands?" Oh in, my god! Plural. It sounds like she's a polygamist or something. It's wild. See, my, my parents did not have. Um, they never have to this day. They're not friendly with each other, and it's a shame. Just because I always think, okay, well, y'all got along for at least one day. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm here. <laughs> so it's like, could we just pull it together here for? But um, it is what it is. I think some of that's generational. I think it's the way he was raised, she was raised. Just you know, eh, whatever. It is what it is. Um, I'm just grateful that I found the man that I found because yeah. I know I wouldn't have gotten married if I thought I was going to get divorced. And I don't think anybody goes into marriage, you know, expecting it to end in a bad way. But of I mean, course. I really knew, like, if I'm going to do this, because I had no desire. Kind of like Kelsey said, she never wanted to get married. I don't know what her history is. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. We've talked about that. Like, just being a child of divorce, I wasn't into it. I was like, mm-hmm. well, no need for it. I know for me, I don't know if this was your attitude or not, because I wasn't opposed to it, but I wasn't seeking it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of people are. Um, my thought was I'm okay being by myself because I've seen what divorce can do and I don't, I don't want to have a kid that has to go to come to my house every other weekend when they don't want to be there. Like, I didn't want to go to my dad's every other weekend. That's nothing against my dad. Right. I didn't have any friends there, right? He was in a completely different school district. It was 45 minutes away. Like, I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I would never want to put my kid through that. So, But for me, I said, I was like, I have no desire to get married. However, I'm not closed to it. If somebody... If there's somebody out there who can come along and they change my mind, here we go. And, and I met Mrs. Keller and she changed my mind. And can I, have I ever told you the story of the moment I fell in love with her? This is sounding very cheesy. I think cheesy. you have, but share with the audience. She, um, the, so we, we were in, we, we lived in Columbia. We worked at the same place because I don't have any games. So the only women I could date is coworkers because I couldn't walk up and talk to women I didn't know because I freaked out. Um, but we got, you know, at this radio station in Columbia, we got this big uh, box of, of prizes from this company called the Oriental Trading Company. I don't know if you remember. They oh, just, yeah, they just, sell in bulk. Yeah, they just sell as random stuff. And so basically what it was is this box had nothing. It was a giant box of knockoff Beanie Babies. They were Beanie Babies, but they weren't the Thai Beanie Babies. They were mm-hmm. these knockoff Beanie Babies. And so it, be kind of, it kind of became just a prank of people around the office to take all these Beanie Babies and, like, cover their desk with it or, or cover a studio with it or whatever. Uh, Katie and I were definitely flirting, um, but nothing's and and and, it, and I know we were past flirting. We were dating, and uh, but it was really quiet, kind of hush hush around the office because I didn't. It, it wasn't that time for it to be out there yet. She took. <laughs> she went into my office while I was on the air. She 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 went, reached into my coat and stole my car keys, <laughs> and she went out and unlocked my car and literally filled the inside of my car with knockoff Beanie Babies. I love it. And you're thinking, oh, I can't wait to see where this leads. No, that's where it leads. The climax of this story is that I fell in love with a woman because she, she broke into my car. And for some <laughs> reason, that's what made me fall in love with her. That's stupid. No, it's not. I see why you guys are together just knowing both of you. You're both um, silly. She's sarcastic. She she gives you a little bit of a challenge in, in a fun way. I need to be challenged. You do? Did I, did I ever tell you how I got her? 
What do you mean? How, how I oh, got hurt? How she fell in love with you? Oh gosh, do tell. I don't think I know this. You don't know this? No, think. So at this point, um, this this is only a couple days after the Beanie Babies because I kind of had a I kind of had no shit moment because I was like I'm, oh wow I'm like oh I have like feeling feelings uh oh and so. I was like, well, crap. I, I had ticked her off not too long ago, but like we were fine, but like I needed us to be more than fine because I had certain kind of feelings that needed to be reciprocated. <laughs> and so we were Snapchatting, you know, and after all the naked pictures, no, I'm kidding. I was going to say all the nudes. No, no, no. Actually, you. we didn't really snap nudes, but she, she put on her Snapchat, used to have a story feature as well. Yeah. And she put on her Snapchat story that she had made a frozen pizza and her pizza cutter had broken. And so I went to Target that night and I bought her a pizza cutter and I put it in a like a wine gift bag Mm. and I loaded all those Beanie Babies on top (gasps) of that. So it was, it was, I was like, hey, I got you a present. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I, I put it on her desk and it was a wine bag full of these knockoff Beanie Babies. And she's like, screw you. And I'm like, just so you know. There is something at the very bottom of this bag that you're going to have to work for, but I think you'll appreciate it. And she pulled all the Beanie Babies out, and she found a pizza cutter. And I was like, she's like, you got me a pizza cutter. That's really thoughtful. That's so sweet. And I'm never thoughtful. But when it's the one, your brain just clicks. Well, I remember, I think you're right on that. Um, When Matthew and I had had our first date, and then he was coming over to pick me up for our second date. Hot. And he brought me... A gift. Ooh. He brought me a candle and a little candle holder. Remember when Pure One Imports was a thing? It was like a Pure One Imports candle and I a little dish. I can tell dish. you as a man, no. Well, <laughs> I never m- went to Pure One in my life. My husband being the metrosexual that he is, <laughs> he knew all about Pure One Imports sure. and candles and things. And I just, I mean, and it was just... <sighs> For all I know, this could have been something that was sitting around his house and he just, but to, for him to bring me a gift, I had never dated anybody with such class and thoughtfulness and kindness and love. I was like, you brought this for me just because you're picking me up for my date? I, so he kind of, that sounds ridiculous, but sure. he really, really won me over. Just Not that I, I'm not a materialistic person. I didn't need something, but it was the fact that he thought enough to just bring something to me. Do you not know? even just the candle. The candle holder is a nice oh, touch. I still have it. I have it to this day. I, I believe you, too. You... The candle was ginger peach flavor. And so you ready for this? Yeah. So it was ginger peach. And so we made kind of... The, you know how like you just do cutesy little things when you're dating? Yeah, okay. And And I said, um, okay, I said tomorrow, um, or he, I'm going to use... Or he said, you, know, you should use the word ginger on the air, and then I'll know it's like a little shout to me or whatever. Oh so God, the next... Guys. I know, what a, what a nerd. So the next morning, and I don't remember in what context I used it, but I remember using the word ginger, and then he heard it. And of course, we didn't, we didn't text Can't or text, anything. Yeah, no, so he had to tell me later... <laughs> So silly. That's awesome, though. <laughs> I know. That That's funny. a sweet story. Yeah, I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> like your story is like, oh, he he bought me this this camp. Get, let me say this to you, as somebody who did not meet you until much later in your life. Yeah. It's fascinating to me, before Matthew, and I don't, and and I I know because we we've talked about you, we've talked about like your mental uh, your mental health and yeah. things like that. The standard of I won't even say man. The standard of boys you dated 
was quite awful for someone that is as incredible of a person as you are. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you, because that means a lot to me. And honestly, not I'm not being egotistical by saying this, but I, I know who I am now, and I know what I deserve, know your worth kind of thing, but it took me years and years. It had everything to do with me. It was low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, I won't go into it, but just childhood traumas and things like that. And just, I just didn't think I deserved what I now know that I deserve. God forbid my husband should leave me, die, you know, whatever. Like, God forbid he should disappear from my life. I can honestly say I know I would never get myself into one of those situations again because I just know who I am now. I know what I deserve. You and we I. We all deserve that. <laughs> you and I <laughs> talked about... Um, you, and again, it's freaky how much we will we'll, we'll bring this up. Like if, if 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 Katie were to leave me or die, or you say if Matthew would leave me or die. And we were talking the other day, something to do with germs. And you're like, Mike, I could never be single again because I'd have to start making out. And you know me, I can't handle making the thought of someone else's slobber is gross because ew, it's germs. Totally. And, and I want to say that I'm lying on that, but like, there's truth in it, you know. Also, here's what I can finally say for the first time in my life: I would be okay by myself. And I mm-hmm. was never able to say that. I always needed to be around. I needed to be around people. I needed to be around, you know, I always had to have a boyfriend. I just, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was like to just feel comfort in your own presence. And I am, and I'm there now. I have that. Mm-hmm. I've always said that with I, I, Katie and I. Katie left me tomorrow. If I left her tomorrow, it would suck. Mm-hmm. And we would cry. And this is pre-Chandler talk, like with with the daughter, obviously, like that just absolutely not. But like we we discussed it several times throughout the. I always said like it would be sad, and we would, but but we'd be fine. We're both we we don't neither one of us even to this day. Uh, well, again, Chandler aside, baby girl aside. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us today are with each other because we feel like, like oh, I need this person. I yes. have to be with this. No, we're with each other today because we choose to be. We each make the other's life better. It's not a necessity. It is the ultimate luxury that I will always be grateful for. I 100% get this. And I think of the baggage that I brought along with me, my anxiety issues, all my childhood craziness, and just all the things. But what I love about my husband is that he doesn't... He's not a person that ever looks back on what happened yesterday or in the past. He doesn't care. Mm -mm. And the problem is these morons that I dated before, they like to, you know, you have a little argument about one thing and they bring up something that happened two years ago. Hold on, hold on. Men don't do that. Women do that. Well, these douchebags that I dated always did that, and it just would create wars, and it was, like, just so stupid. But you know what? Like, in fairness, these guys didn't have um, security in themselves, and my husband is about the most secure in himself person I know. He knows exactly who he is. He's known who he is since he was born. I mean, he's just... I'm serious. He's just a very solid human being, and and I admire that because I I didn't, and so, you know, anyway, whatever. Let's end on this note. Yeah. Speaking of your husband and taking a sharp left turn, yeah. Um, shout out to your husband's company, Divi Wealth Management. It's D-I-V-V-I, featured and quoted in Forbes magazine. Let's wow. go! The Bible of the finance universe and yes. your husband's company, a mere two years old, maybe even younger than that, already been talked about in Forbes magazine. Quoted in Forbes magazine. Are you kidding me right now? I'm so proud of him. Long story short is that, you know, he and his partners were in the corporate world for their entire careers and decided to take that bold step of trying something on their own, you know, opening up their own wealth management company. And it's 
been a challenge, you know, I mean, anytime you start something new, but the fact that they're seeing these little pieces of success every single day and just the amount of where I know how hard he's working behind the scenes, they all are, to put into this and um, investing in their company, if you uh, will. See what I did there? But you know what, since we don't have a sponsor for the podcast right now, um, we'll just say sponsor. Brought, this podcast brought to you by Divi Wealth Management. Oh, wow, it's free plug. If you, if you need any, any assistance with your financial planning needs, you know, retirement planning, you know, planning for college, whatever, they can help you out at Divi Wealth on uh, social. And then Matthew, if you just want to Venmo me a little cash for that shout out, bud, that'd be great. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah.